Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 365. Prepare to embark on a journey with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs. Be bold, take risks, and conquer. Stop worrying about your files. They're safe with Carbonite. Spend more time on your business, not in it. Go to Carbonite.com for a free trial and use the offer code FIRE to get two free months when you buy. Carbonite.com, offer code FIRE. 99designs connects the world with great graphic designers who are there to create a design that you'll love. Start your next graphic design project for as low as $199. Visit 99designs.com slash FIRE and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Joseph Michael. Joseph, are you prepared to ignite? John, the sparks are already flying. (laughs) Love it. Joseph is an on-fire entrepreneur excited about helping people. He has a couple of sites, EfficientLifeSkills.com, which is about empowering people with knowledge and motivation to live and work more efficiently, and BetterBlogImages.com, which is dedicated to helping bloggers and internet marketers make their own graphics along with traffic and strategy tips. Given Fire Nation just a little overview, Joseph, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business. Sure. My name is Joseph Michael. I'm 31 years old. Grew up in the Midwest. Um, raised in St. Louis, Missouri. I was raised in a loving, loving home, awesome parents. And that's where I have to kind of start my entrepreneurial journey. Uh, my parents always encouraged, you know, learning and reading books and personal development from a really young age. So I grew up reading books from, you know, Zig Ziglar and John Maxwell, Stephen Covey, all those kind of guys. And um, I think that really made a difference for me. I can remember even cutting the grass as a teenager and listening to Tony Robbins tapes, you know, while my peers are, you know, probably rocking out to Nirvana or Pearl Jam or something. <laughs> so I developed that entrepreneurial spirit at a really young age. Um, my first real taste of it probably came uh, in high school um, when, you know, I started working at a restaurant, bussing tables, working crazy hours, losing my whole summer vacation. I just, I mean, I hated it. Um, so my girlfriend at the time, who, my wife now, um, we decided that we were going to invest our savings together, a whopping thousand dollars, and we were going to put it into a snow cone machine. So we, we had a couple magnetic signs. It gets up, hot you know, in St. Louis. It does. It gets so hot and humid. So, you know, we had the magnetic signs, we slapped them on the side of the car and we decided to just drive through the neighborhoods and uh, sell snow cones out the back of my truck. Do you have any music playing? <laughs> we had bells that we would literally hold out the window and ring as we were going through the neighborhood. <laughs> I, I think there might be some kind of noise violation there, but go ahead. <laughs> well, it worked. I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> the, I mean, we worked whenever we felt like it. And we made more in a couple hours in the evenings doing that than we made all week at our minimum wage jobs. So, I mean, it was great. That's kind of when the whole entrepreneurial bug really hit me. Um, You know, fast forward 15 years, entering the real world is not quite that easy. (laughs) Um, I tried several different entrepreneurial paths. I mean, I went through some hard years. I tried everything from multi-level marketing to, you know, grass cutting businesses to an actual brick and mortar snow cone business. Um, and finally trying real estate right before the market kind of tanked there. And each time I just kept getting burnt out. I come up short. Um, 
to be honest with you, I, I came to the point where I thought, you know what, I'm just going to have to kind of give up on these entrepreneurial dreams and just get comfortable working the nine to five, you know, like everybody else and, and working for somebody else, trading time for, for dollars. So until, you know, one day I was driving home from work and I was exhausted and I, I realized it's time for me to start a second job because I just wasn't making enough to make ends meet. And, you know, I literally said a prayer, John. I asked God for wisdom. I remember that somewhere in the Bible it said something about if you lack wisdom, ask God who gives generously. And I know it sounds weird, but I swear to you, no later than I prayed that prayer, this idea came into my head, you know, why don't you Google how to make money online? Oh, I've heard so, that one before. <laughs> right. I thought it was crazy. Like, oh, come on. It's only those shady people and scams and stuff like that that make money online. So, I mean, anyone who knows me knows I'm kind of a, a freak about Googling stuff. So, of course, I did. And I ended up coming across Pat Flynn's Smart Passive Income. And, I mean, my jaw just dropped when I saw one of his income reports. And I could not believe this guy was making a living online and actually helping people at the same time. So needless to say, I mean, I drowned myself in every piece of information that I could find on the subject, subscribed to every podcast I could find, which I love how yours is seven days a week. That's great, by the (laughs) way. And um, that's how Efficient Life Skills was born. Um, I wanted to create something where I could take, you know, all the knowledge I'd accumulated over the years from all the books and everything I'd listened to and all the lessons I'd learned the hard way. And break those down into, you know, bite-sized, practical, everyday wisdom, you know, to help people in their lives and and live their lives most efficiently. Well, we're going to dive into both of these sites and both of these life missions that you're on right now later on in the interview, Joseph. And I just got to say, it kind of seems to me like you maybe should have just stopped while you were ahead and started franchising snow cones out of a truck way back in the day and uh, maybe gone to a place like San Diego where it's summer year round, baby. We always need snow cones out here. (laughs) Yeah, that's the problem. It gets really cold here in the winter. Totally get that. But listen, before we dive any farther, you have an amazing success quote for us. So go ahead, share that. Okay. So one of my favorite success quotes is by Thomas Watson, and it says, to be successful, you have to have your heart in your business and your business in your heart. Break that down for us, Joseph. How have you applied that mantra in your life? Okay. Well, I've kind of learned this the hard way. So I think what it actually comes down to is you know, doing what you're passionate about. And I remember hearing this all the time when I was younger. And when I was growing up, you know, people always say, you know, you got to do what, you know, what you're passionate about. You got to do what you love. And I would always come back with, yeah, 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 that's, that's all great. But, you know, if I get paid enough, then I'll, I'll love what I do. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> See the smile on my face? I'm right. <laughs> so that was, that was a problem for me, though, is because I was always chasing the money and not what I was passionate about. And so after all these years of struggling and failing, you know, I think I finally figured out, you know, what that quote is all about for me. And I think Steve Jobs referenced it one time when he was talking about passion being one of the most important things, you know, you can do is because any rational person without it, they would quit when things get tough. And I mean, they're going to get tough. So if you love what you do and you're passionate about it, it's going to see you through and you'll persevere through those tough times when they do come. So I'm passionate about what I do now and I love it. And I can say that that's very much true. Well, I think the key takeaway here, Joseph, is that the journey of an entrepreneur in any successful entrepreneurial venture is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And when we're just chasing the money, we're sprinting. And of course, what happens? We run out of breath, we get tired, we lose our passion, and we stop. You can't keep sprinting. It's a marathon. So you're going along for a nice, cozy jog in the countryside. So take your time. 
download some great podcasts, and enjoy the run, right? Absolutely. Well said. (laughs) (laughs) So, Joseph, we're going to transition now to your journey because you're our spotlighted guest today. We want to hear about a time when you just failed. You've already proven yourself as a great storyteller. You've shared with us some failures you've had, but now it's story time. We're gathered around the fire. Fire Nation is anxiously awaiting you bringing us to a big, massive failure that you've had in life and telling us that story and then sharing the lessons you learned. Okay, so it's hard to pick just one failure here, but <laughs> I think I'm going to go with a little more recent one because I think it would it really benefit the audience. Um, so it was about a year ago. Um, I was still learning this whole online business thing. So Efficient Life Skills was up, and I had built a pretty good audience You know, so far. I had a pretty good-sized email list, so I thought, you know, I was hearing some feedback, and I thought maybe it's time to develop my first product. So <laughs> I decided to go with an ebook and I spent months and months working on this ebook. I thought it was great. So I thought obviously everybody else is going to think it's great too, right? So I thought I knew what everybody wanted. Um, keywords. Spent, <laughs> keywords, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I spent hours trying to write this perfect book. I spent even longer developing this landing page, making sure every font was correct. It had pretty images and the cover was perfect. And John, let me tell you, this was the prettiest book that nobody saw. (laughs) It's almost like if that tree fell in the forest, but nobody was there, did it make a sound? (laughs) Right. I mean, we're talking crickets. There was no sound on this one at all. (laughs) (laughs) I completely misread the audience. You know, I thought because I've had this great idea, I thought that was, you know, what everybody else was going to love. So that was my first attempt at a product. And I mean, it failed miserably. I wasted a ton of time on it. And, um, you know, I could have stopped. I could have stopped there that normally if I wasn't passionate about what I was doing, you know, I could have started thinking, see, we, everybody else was right. This is just another bad idea. But that was that was kind of my first experience with that. So let's analyze this for a second, because this is what happened. Fire Nation. Joseph had this amazing idea, and I'm sure it was great on a lot of different levels. And so what did he do? He barricaded himself in. He worked on it and worked on it, always assuming what his target market wanted, but never actually reaching out and asking or testing. And then he wanted to come out with this perfect product with this great launch all at once. So months went by, energy, effort, and dollars went down the drain. And when he opened the doors crickets. What he could and should have done that our past guest Eric Reese talked so eloquently about is the minimally viable product. Come up with a couple titles to an ebook, then start going out to your target market and saying, is this something that you'd be interested in? If not, what is it missing? What are you missing in life? What are you suffering with? What is a pain that you experience on a daily, weekly, monthly basis? And then Joseph could have created a product or service for that and built excitement along the way because he's involving his audience in this process. That's the way you create a product. Joseph, take it from here. John, where were you a year ago? (laughs) (laughs) Entrepreneur on Fire, baby, launched 11 months ago, so it's my fault. (laughs) No, that's exactly right. And that's, you know, that's where I really think the rubber meets the road for entrepreneurs. And it's, I mean, it's, it starts in the mindset, obviously. I, one of my favorite things Arnold Schwarzenegger ever said is that, you know, your, your mind will always fail before your body. And I think that's true, not only for bodybuilders, but for entrepreneurs and business owners too, is that, um, you, you know, just because, it's not the right idea or, you know, this thing has failed. It doesn't mean that it's over or that you can't pivot. What I've learned from that is 
I've learned to definitely analyze my audience first. That was my my first real education in that. So I, I, without that failure, I would have never learned how to go through and learn all these things. So I started to study that. Okay, what? where did I go wrong? And I've kind of learned another little mind hack along the way. And I, I can't take credit for this, but I can't remember exactly where it came from. But it, it goes like this. And it's whenever you're stepping out, because there's always going to be a certain degree of risk when you're stepping out to develop a product. And the problem is that risk paralyzes most people. But you've got to step out. You can't steal second without keeping your, your foot on first, right? So from now, you know, what I've done now is I'll look at each, you know, new idea or product venture as an experiment and say, I'm just going to experiment with this. Let's see what happens. Obviously, after already analyzing my audience and figuring out what they want, finding a pain point from them, and developing a product they need. Um, and then just kind of going and say, what can I learn from this? And, you know, look at it as an experiment. Look at it as an experiment. And suddenly the pressure's off and you're kind of able to free up all that creativity and positive energy that we need to get things going. Wow, Joseph, I could not agree more with that mentality and that just kind of mind shift that you've had. So with all this great stuff that we've been talking about regarding failure and challenges and obstacles, boil it down to Fire Nation in just one sentence, one takeaway. I think the main takeaway I've learned from all that is definitely survey your audience. And like you said, develop that that MVP, the minimal vial product before ever, you know, going out to the market and see what people are interested in. See if there's any bites first and then go and create, you know, your product and idea around what people actually want and what they actually need. Love that. And Joseph, we could do obviously an entire series on what we're talking about right now because it's so valuable. It's so powerful, but we're going to move forward because that's what we do as entrepreneurs. We move forward in our entrepreneurial journey for better or for worse. And Oftentimes, it is better because always having your eye on that horizon and moving forward is a powerful movement indeed. So we're going to go to the other end of the spectrum, and that's the aha moment. That's a light bulb or an inspiration that you've had at some point that you put to action, and this time, it did work, and you were successful. Share with us that moment, Joseph. Tell us the buildup to that aha moment, the actual moment itself, and then the steps you took afterwards that made that aha moment a success. Okay, well, it kind of goes along with what I'm talking about, so it'll flow nicely here. Um, the aha moment came for me when I saw exactly what solving that pain point for people really could do. Um, I wrote a post a while back on Efficient Life Skills, and it was titled, How to Teach a Six-Year-Old to Tie Shoes in Five Minutes. Now, I wrote this after I struggled for months with teaching my own daughter how to tie her shoes, and I ended up finding this magic fingers technique that she literally learned in five minutes. So... I decided to film my daughter tying her shoes and then included a little tutorial with a couple step-by-step videos. And, you know, I thought, hey, if I'm struggling with this, maybe there's a couple, you know, five or ten parents out there that are struggling to teach their kids the same thing. Well, it turned out to go viral. And <laughs> as of today, John, this, this single post, it's gotten 18,000 Facebook likes and over 357,000 pins on Pinterest. <laughs> I could not believe it. And I thought, I mean, apparently there's a lot of people struggling with teaching their kids to tie shoes, right? (laughs) So, and I mean, this, this one post, it's launched my business to a whole nother level. It's put me on the first, you know, first page of Google for several different keywords, anything related to shoe tying, basically. (laughs) And it continues to bring in, you know, around 2000 unique visitors a day with several hundred dollars in AdSense revenue a month. And it's all from one single post that solved a pain point for people. 
that's an aha moment. I can tell you, it doesn't just affect parents that have kids because here I am, I have a two-year-old niece. I want to read this post. I want to be the person (laughs) that teaches my niece how to tie her sneakers when her parents are failing time and time again. I want my sister to say, John, how the heck did you do that? And I'm going to be like, magic fingers, baby. (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) Joseph, obviously, this is a great aha moment that you've had. So what is your plan from this point going forward, knowing this, having the key to this success, to this knowledge, what are you going to do to implement to make it a continued success, just not a one-time overnight success? It's one of those things that should be talked about more as one of the little gems, you know, for entrepreneurs and bloggers and people looking for ideas to solve these pain points for people. And it's simply reading through the comments on blogs. Um, I found I found more things that people are struggling with just from reading, you know, reading the comments. And that's kind of how I've, you know started my second site of the better blog images. I have somewhat of a design background, you know, my day job. And I realized a lot of people are struggling with the basic, you know, graphics of their website, whether it's, you know, banner ads or, you know, just the simple graphics on, on logos and things like that. So I've looked for those pain points going forward. And so my current, you know, my current businesses and websites that I've got going are all kind of related to things that are going to help people with those pains and struggles. And so that's how I, you know, develop my content strategy from now on. So it's changed everything for me. I love ending each section with just one takeaway, like one one sentence takeaway that Fire Nation can say, you know what? That was his aha moment. This is the biggest thing that he walked away from that I can now implement into my business right now. I think the thing that I've learned most is teaching people something that's going to solve a simple problem for them and the pain point is really going to make the most difference online because that's what everybody's searching for. Joseph, have you had an I've made it moment? (laughs) <laughs> I, I can't say that I've had an I've made it moment. Um, I've had small milestones along the way. Uh, so I try to celebrate those. This being one of them, it's been a goal of mine to be on your podcast. Awesome. I'm a huge fan of it. So. Thank you. But I don't think I can say I've actually made it until I've actually arrived at that point to where I'm no longer trading you know, dollars for hours and I'm you know, able to replace my full-time income and spend more time with my family. So that's when I think I'll have my first real aha moment. Well, Joseph, being a listener of Entrepreneur on Fire, you know that we really focus on the entrepreneurial journey because that's what as listeners, as entrepreneurs, we struggle with because it's a journey that has ups, that has downs, that has doubts, that has fears, that has excitement, that has wins and losses. And it's really tough to balance because it is such a roller coaster. But I'd love to know how you keep it even. You have a family that you're supporting. You have a lot of different things going on. What's your philosophy on the entrepreneurial journey and how do you handle it? Absolutely. It's definitely a journey. I really like the marathon analogy that you referred to before. Um, and it goes back to, again, you know, going, going through what you're passionate about. Um, it's, it's difficult to juggle you know, a nine-to-five job and do this on the side. But when you're passionate about it, it's funny how you suddenly find times to do things. Uh, I, I just told my wife the other day, actually, you know, I struggle to wake up on the weekdays and, and go to my day job, you know, say at seven or eight o'clock. But on the weekends, I'm up at 5.30. And I, I told her, you know, I can't wait to wake up at 5.30 tomorrow and work on my business. So whether it's work, waking up at 5.30 and cranking in, you know, a good few hours before the rest of the family's up or work until 2 a.m. at night after they've gone to bed, it makes all the difference when you're passionate about it and, and you're seeing the results of your work and helping people and seeing that you're actually making a difference. 
Well, speaking of results, Joseph, I do want to bring your results up to the present time because you do have a lot of exciting things going on. I mean, you've really had some pretty powerful recent successes, which is really the reason for you being featured here on Entrepreneur on Fire. So share with Fire Nation one thing that's just really exciting you right now and why. Okay, well, I'm, I'm really excited about where Efficient Life Skills is. In fact, we've gotten some, some great attention on that. You know, we've gotten picked up by Lifehacker recently for some, some articles. And as I've been reaching out to more and more people, there just seems to be this great positive, you know, positive vibe. And everybody's so great working online. Um, but I'm really, really excited about launching this Better Blog Images because I really think it's going to help a lot of people. And that's really where my heart is, is, you know, as a teacher and as a coach to help people really make a difference in their business. And it's always been something I wanted to do from the beginning. But I'm, I believe, I'm, or I'm not a believer in teaching something that you haven't gone through yourself first. So, you know, I've been documenting my whole process on efficient life skills kind of behind the scenes and on the side of what works, you know, what in, in regards to, you know, traffic and tools and all these kind of things and what doesn't and what I've learned the hard way. And I plan to put all my energy and all my efforts into creating, you know, tutorials and courses for people. And I've got some really cool things in the works that I'm really excited to launch soon on that site. So that's what that's what's really exciting me right now. So what is your publishing schedule for Efficient Life Skills? I try to get three, three posts a week out at a, at a minimum. And then, you know, sometimes if I, if I get inspiration, one thing I've learned is to, you've got to strike while the iron's hot. So I'll stop wherever I'm at. Sometimes it's in the car. If I'm in the car, I'll literally pull over and I'll start writing a post on my, on my iPhone just because I think those moments of inspiration sometimes turn out to be the greatest posts. So it's usually a three day a week schedule for me. And then, um, sometimes I'll, I'll shoot in a few on the side. So there are two school of thoughts out there right now. You have your Pat Flynn's and your Derek Halpern's who both write long, epic posts. They get shared so much because they're incredibly thoughtful. They're packed with information and they talk about the power in that. And then you kind of have the Seth Godin camp where he writes very short, very powerful blogs on a daily basis. Again, these are sometimes only 200 to 500 word blogs, short, packed with content, but uber consistent. Like you can wake up in the morning and set your clock to these things. Same thing with Entrepreneur on Fire, the podcast. Which camp are you in and why? You know, I think I'm somewhere right in the middle. I do believe consistency is huge um, because people come to, you know, your audience, they come to expect certain things from you and they, they like to know what they're, what they're getting, especially when they subscribe to you and things like that. So I do try to write epic posts every once in a while. Um, it's probably, you know, like a five to one. I tr- for me right now, where I'm at in my business, I simply don't have the time to devote to, you know, writing as long as posts as I would like. So what I try to do is condense them. One of my skills, I think, is taking complex things and breaking them down into, you know, bite-sized chunks for people. So I think my audience really appreciates kind of getting, you know, something that's really complex and I'll break it down into here's what you need to know and here's the bullet points and make it easy for them to consume. I love Fire Nation because they have truly become very habitual with Entrepreneur on Fire. A lot of them wake up in the morning, they pour their coffee, they download an episode of Entrepreneur on Fire, and then they take off for their daily activities, whether that be commuting to work, hitting the gym, etc., to listen to that day's post. And never fails, Joseph. I will get an email in the morning 
all capitals in the subject line from different people every single time. Then the email subject line just says, where is the podcast? Question mark. And then the subject will just be question mark. <laughs> I always just respond, did you try refresh? Because my podcast goes out 3 a.m. EST every single day. And so it just shows that once you really prove to your audience that you are consistent and you will be consistent, they come to trust that and you don't ever want to mistreat that trust. And so I'm very cognizant of the fact that I want to always provide my listeners with that trust that they will have an episode of Entrepreneur on Fire if and when they need it. So consistency is that word I really want to pull out of what you talked about because you said you do believe in it. And I can definitely say that I point to it as the major reason for Entrepreneur Fire success is because of that consistency, because my audience does know that they can trust that consistency that I've thrown down as a gauntlet. So Joseph, great stuff. And we're going to take one minute here to thank our sponsors. Working with a designer can be frustrating at times. They're not really sure what it is you're looking for, and you're not really sure how to tell them. That's why I love 99designs. You don't have to choose just one designer to work with. You can work with dozens of designers at a time to find the one who really shares your vision. How do you know 99designs is the right place for you? Well, more than 100,000 design projects have passed through their doors, so I think it's safe to say they know what they're doing. Here's how it works. Tell 99designs what you need. Dozens of designers from their community will submit quality designs created just for you. Give the designers your feedback to help them refine their designs and then select and pay for your favorite. Ready to start your next graphic design project today? Go to 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free today. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Automation has to be one of the most valuable time and money-saving techniques to hit the online marketing community. With automation, you can set multiple things up at the same time and then schedule them to happen exactly when the time is right. For me, I'm able to schedule out interviews for Entrepreneur on Fire weeks in advance if I want to. I just upload them to Libsyn, set the date and time I want the episode to be released, and then I'm done. I don't have to worry about that episode getting lost or not being released on time. I know that Libsyn is going to take care of it for me. This is the same way I feel about Carbonite. Carbonite automatically and constantly works on backing up my computer, so I know I don't have to worry about my files being lost. You can start a free trial at Carbonite.com with the offer code FIRE and get two bonus months for free if you decide to buy. Don't let another day go by without the safety and security that Carbonite provides. Go to Carbonite.com and enter the offer code FIRE. This is a perfect segue to what you know is the favorite part of the interview for me, the lightning rounds, because this is where I get to ask you a series of questions and you come back at us Fire Nation style with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I think the main thing that was holding me back was probably fear of wasting more time and, and fear that just it wouldn't work again. And maybe a little bit of, you know, I didn't feel like I knew enough, like I had to be an expert before I could start. What is the best advice you've ever received? I think the best advice I've ever received is in order to be in business, you first, or in order, I'm sorry, in order to succeed in business, you first have to be in business. Can you share one of your personal habits, Joseph, that you believe attributes to your success? 
One of my personal habits that definitely contributes to the success is the dedication and persistency of kind of getting into the right habits. So it's creating a habit of writing a certain amount of words per day or just having that schedule, I think, really helps, especially for entrepreneurs because you have so many things that are competing for your attention. And without that schedule, without those habits built in, you can get crazy, you know, chasing every new shiny object. So it's, it's getting that focus and writing some sort of a schedule and sticking to it. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Okay, well, it's it's not really an internet resource, but I think it still fits because I think it parallels Evernote in terms of usefulness. It's a program called Scrivener. You may have heard of it. May have heard of it. Um, it was originally created for writers, but I found it to be incredibly useful for entrepreneurs. And I actually organize all of my business and I write all my content through it. So I'm actually I'm in love with. It. I believe in it so much. I'm getting ready to launch a course on it. So to show people exactly how easy it is to use and what it can do for their business. So I'm excited nice. about that. Well, hey, there was another gentleman who launched an entire business slash career off of Evernote Essentials. So maybe you yes. can follow the same path with Scrivener. <laughs> Absolutely. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything else that we've mentioned in today's episode at eofire.com slash Joseph Michael. Joseph, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? I don't think it's mentioned on here before, um, but I think it's, it's called The Power of One Thing, How to Intentionally Change Your Life by Dr. Randy Carlson. It's one of those books that, you know, it's about being intentional and just doing that one next thing that's going to bring you closer to your dreams. So I think that's really important. Awesome. And Fire Nation, Joseph, loves books, but even more than books, they love audiobooks. And they can get the audio version of this book for free if they haven't already at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Joseph, this next question is my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, and then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Okay, I love this question. I've put a quite a bit of thought into this. Good, you know, I thank listen, you. I listen to your podcast all the time, so I knew this was coming. Um, so the part about experience and knowledge that I currently have is going to play a big role in this because I know that I like to teach. So with that in mind, I think I would jump online and I'd find out where people were having discussions and, you know, specifically discussions on blog posts and things like that, like I've already mentioned, find out where that pain point is. And I would jump straight into creating some sort of a product or resource to help them with that. You know, I think I would use my $500 to, you know, sign up for hosting. I'd get a WordPress, a WordPress site. I'd probably purchase um, some sort of a membership plugin and maybe a course plugin. I'm actually using WP Courseware plugin right now. I'm loving that. So I'd probably purchase that again. Um, and then I'd probably get a great big case of Red Bull and start interacting with as many people and influencers <laughs> as I could. And I'd also subscribe to Entrepreneur on Fire if I haven't done that and you were still around in this new world. Oh, it's identical <laughs> to Earth. So there's okay, an perfect. entrepreneur on fire. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> 
Well, A, I love that answer. B, I love the fact that you said, you know what, John? I listen to Entrepreneur Fire. I enjoy it. And then when we got to this question, you said, you know what? I prepared for this because I do listen to it. And it's really funny to me when I have other guests who say, oh, yeah, John, I love Entrepreneur Fire. I listen to it all the time. And then we get to this question. They go, wow, this is a great question. I have no idea. And I'm like, well, if you listen to the show, you've heard it. Right. (laughs) You knew it was coming. (laughs) You know it's coming. (laughs) Oh, love it, Joseph. And I really just enjoyed your journey and the successes that you've had. I have no doubt they will continue to multiply. You truly understand the concept of what it means to provide value. And that's a powerful, powerful realization. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can find you and then we'll say goodbye. Okay, the best way you can find me is to go to uh, josephmichael.net. I've got, you know, kind of a list of all the different sites and everything there at one place. Uh, you can also find me at Twitter at, uh, at Efficient Joe. I'm there and active on Twitter, so you'll get a response from me if you want to say hello. And a parting piece of advice I would say is to take a minute and literally write down the idea or opportunity or product that you might have in mind that you might be on the fence about because you're worried about that risk. And just look at it from a point of view as an experiment and see what you can learn from it. And you never know what could happen from it. Joseph, Fire Nation is well aware that they can find the links to everything that you just mentioned, all the resources, books, your contact information at eofire.com. Click on the podcast tab. You are hanging out in the archives. We also have an amazing search bar feature. Type in the word Joseph. You'll pop up there. Thank you for being so generous, Joseph, with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Don't let your lack of knowledge hold you back any longer. The time to create, grow, and monetize your podcast is now. There is a huge audience out there waiting to hear your voice, and the only resource you'll ever need is podcastersparadise.com. An ever-growing library of video tutorials, interaction with the community of podcasters to exchange ideas, strategies, and reviews, access to private webinars with today's top experts, all at podcastersparadise.com. Come check us out today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. Ignite.